0: Welcome everyone to From Panel to Podcast, a show dedicated to all things comic books. It's a celebration of them because we love them. I'm Andrew Reiner, joined as always by Phil Hoff. Hello, sir.
1: Good morning. I gotta say that intro is really vibin'.
0: It is something else. Vibin' is the new season in Fortnite that we're both enjoying, and we've been using that word like it's going out of style. It's like, uh, what was it in the 90s that
1: we used to say, like, stay fresh. It's like a backward spider. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I don't is that the 90s the, the fangs on the butt of a spider or was that uh, the 2000s that was de- I can't remember yeah, that, was,
1: that was late 90s
0: that's a very Minnesota thing most people will be like what are they talking about <laughs> but anyway Phil so we picked out like 15 books last week I grabbed them I read them and then I went to a different comic shop and uh, lo and behold guess what happened what when happened I discovered something new And it's crazy because it has some huge names attached to this. It's from Dark Horse. We haven't done a lot of Dark Horse reviews on this show.
1: No, not at all.
0: From writer, get this, your socks are going to pop off here. Scott Snyder. Ah, there they go. Yeah, yeah, I heard him. And then who does he usually partner with in art? You know I'm not awake yet. (laughs) Greg Capullo.
1: Oh, that was the obvious one.
0: Who, they did Batman together. They do all sorts of stuff together. Mm-hmm. There is a book. Issue three came out. So this is how many we've missed. It is called
1: We Have Demons. We like you and I?
0: No, no, no. The, the characters in the universe. I guess we do have some, some darkness <laughs> that we can't reveal on this show. But yeah, it's it's called We Have Demons. It's fantastic. Shades of Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
1: And now I bought it.
0: So you have this girl lead who learns of her lineage and that she's important. And I don't want to spoil too much, but there are demons involved. It, it looks and reads every bit as, as well as you would expect from, from this team. The interesting thing about this comic is it originally was a Comicsology Originals exclusive. So you would get these online, but Dark Horse has brought them over into the print form. Three issues out now that it concludes book one.
1: Any idea how many so, books there
0: are? I don't know yet. I think they're done right now, but they'll be coming back for more. But you absolutely have to track these down. Like I was, I was like, how How is this not at our comic shop? How is this not super well known? It's worth getting all three of them. Each issue, by the way, is a little longer than your typical comic. I think you get three comics worth of story per book. So it's almost like nine comics in those first three issues. If that makes sense.
1: Oh, those are big. What's the binding on them like? Are they like, um, like oh, almost like a thick. trade? Are they thick?
0: It's thick and glossy. Doesn't have a spine. You know, still saddle stitch, as we say in the biz. Just phenomenal. Some great characters. They go way in-depth into their lore. Like, they're definitely setting up something huge here. And uh, yeah, you got to get it, man. This is, this is kind of my pick of the week because I, I just kind of discovered it on my own, and I'm proud of that. You should be. <laughs> so that is We Have Demons. What's
1: your pick of the week? I'll tell you what my pick of the week isn't. Uh oh. The Batman Annual.
0: Oh gosh. What a waste of
1: <coughs> money and time. Enough with
0: Ghostmaker.
1: Please, enough with him. We love you, James Tinian, but why did you create this thing?
0: Yeah, he's just everywhere. And for people that don't know, he's kind of like a destiny character you know the video game destiny he wears like that kind of armor with the glowy eyes and very high tech whatever reason he has a cloak over that you know on top of the armor and And he's arrogant
1: uh, and annoying and self-righteous and the worst
0: and he has an energy sword but it's not a lightsaber it's just kind of a glowy sword but it's steel i don't know he bugs me so much and uh (laughs) i have not disliked a character this much i'm trying to think okay Give me your book of the week. I know what it is. We're both going to say it.
1: I'm assuming we're both going Shadow War Omega, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Go into that.
1: Oh, man. So we finally figure out exactly who was behind her. We did finally figure out who was behind the assassination of Rachel Ghoul. I think we've talked openly about this at this point. And uh, after the big cliffhanger at the end, this all kind of wraps up nicely enough, I would say, with the war going on ninjas everywhere still and um deathstroke it appeared at the end of the last issue died which was what we were avoiding as far as spoilers go but now it's no longer a spoiler because there's spoilers at the end of this one that we can't really talk about i really don't i mean it was my favorite book of the week but nothing really stands out in my brain as to what it was that blew me away besides the cover and that ending reveal
0: the ending reveal is i don't even know what to say about that it kind of defies the logic, you know, the rules they had in place for a certain system that they have <laughs> or a, a certain element of the universe that's, that's been a big part of the, the Batman lore. And they kind of upended that. It's, you know, it, it 90% worked the way it should, but something weird happened. And, and I can't wait to see where that goes. They, they are definitely setting something up. And I don't know how Batman and Deathstroke continue now because they both have their own books that are both in very strange positions here. We'll have to see, you know, obviously they're going to, the, the show must go on. It'll be fascinating to see what the next chapter of this is. And that ch- concludes shadow war. We think it has to, <laughs> yeah.
1: it does say Omega and Omega is usually the end, right? Until we get the shadow war secret files with the backstory of everybody and that kind of stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. I had a, I had a good time reading that. We could, we s- could, talk about the villain of this now right that's two weeks old i don't know but
1: his first appearance just arrived in my mailbox yesterday
0: yeah phil went and tracked down a back issue what did that cost you
1: uh i think it was 10 or 15 dollars but the first appearance of who ended up being the main villain here is to which you also find out why it also features the first appearance the issue that i got i think it was brave and the bold 200 if i remember right off the top of my head Uh, also features the first appearance of the Outsiders, as in Batman and the Outsiders, and the first time that they were a group together, as well as the first appearance of Katana. And I thought with all these first appearances showing up, I might as well grab it.
0: Usually when a new character shows up or a, an old character coming back like this one, I go and look and see if I have that first appearance. But for whatever reason, I didn't hear. I was just kind of in shock, I think, <laughs> by it who might, it was. And,
1: a little bit of a letdown as to of who it was, but then when you discover the how and the why behind it, which you do discover in Alpha War, now that my brain's starting to work a little bit, it makes sense.
0: Yeah, and I think he emerged in a very big way, settled mm-hmm. in nicely with the, the Bat and Destro Cruise, and it was well-written, and I love that series. I, I don't think there was a dip in that one. It was, it was exciting from start to finish.
1: Nope, and now the writer Joshua Williamson is the person penning Dark Crisis.
0: Ah, and that starts this week. We'll get to that in a second. My pick from new books this week, Phil, Shadow War Omega obviously was lights out amazing, but I liked The Closet.
1: I love the closet,
0: which is uh, from Image Comics and Tiny Onion Studios. Yes, that is another James Tinyon the Fourth book with art by Gavin Fullerton. This tells a story of a family that is going to be picking up their belongings and they're going to be moving cross country. They're kind of in their last days in this house, and for the son, the young son in this family, Jamie. This is good news. Usually, you know, kids don't want to leave, but he's terrified of his closet. He thinks a monster lives in that closet. As James IV does so well, you really get to know all three of the characters, the mom, dad, and the son, what they're going through, how they're, you know, kind of built as as, as individuals, and you connect with them on a really deep level, and then there is that monster element of what's really going on in this closet. Is this something to worry about? And ends in a big dramatic way. It's the ultimate setup and every book this guy writes is just oh my gosh, like he did it again. This is a new ongoing series that could, you know, has tons of potential. What do you think of it?
1: Uh again, his pacing and his ability to tell a story, sometimes using minimal words like in this one. There was sometimes that there was pages without words on them. And yet the tension mounted the entire time and like you said, you got a good feel for what this family is going through where everybody's headspace is at. And brilliantly told and eerie as well. Like there's definitely that creepy factor to it. I'm really, really, this is going to be a fun one.
0: And another book that I was, that I've just been giddy about, Strange, which is no longer Dr. Stephen Strange. It's now Clea. She does not care. She does not want to hear anything other than what she wants. And she runs into Rose in this issue, you know, (laughs) running a cartel. She needs information. He's trying to barter with her not having it at all. And I love it. Like rarely do you see heroes be this assertive and threaten very dangerous individuals the way she does in this issue. And not even blinking an eye at it. Yeah. She's uh, just emerged as just such a fun and different hero in this universe. And, you know, Dr. Stephen Strange is probably going to come back, but you know, for now, good riddance. You know what I mean? Like she's amazing in, in this role as the Sorcerer Supreme. And I hope they keep this going. Even if he comes back, this needs to be a series. And maybe the name of the series, maybe they are thinking that, right? Phil, like they'll have Dr. Strange come back, but also just have Strange running uh, in tandem.
1: I, I sure hope so. I hope she sticks around for a really long time because she is the ultimate. She's, she's a bad mama jamma. And you think that about a lot of heroes where you look at them and you're just like, oh, this person's just really, really like out there aggressive and whatever, but she's taken it to the next level and is taking zero prisoners along the way. And, Yeah.
0: One uh, that I don't think you picked up. Miles Morales, Spider-Man number 38. I did not. This is a new jumping on point. So Miles has been uh, in kind of a weird space with multiverse stuff, and he's got a sidekick named Shift, you know, that has three arms or whatever. And it's it's really kind of out there for the Spider-Man verse. It's good, but this is a, a point where you can pick it up, and there's a lot of backstory here that's that's going to be a bit confusing when you open it, but it is a new story arc and a new multiverse tale, which I, I thought was quite good. It's a nice setup, has uh, beautiful art in this one, and we keep talking about Peter's adventures, but Miles has another one, just kind of like the reboot of Amazing Spider-Man. This isn't a reboot because it is issue 38, but it does kind of have that vibe of like, okay, we have a new tale to tell. This is this is your entry point. I'll have to
1: go back and grab that. That sounds intriguing.
0: And then another one that kind of has that vibe, Phil, not to just keep selling, upselling you on, on comic books here, but Captain Marvel, the new issue of Captain Marvel, that's also issue 38. Okay. So Carol's missing and there's a character named Binary that's kind of stepped into her place and- it's a lot of fun. This is a character that doesn't really understand the rules of anything and mm-hmm. is just kind of tiptoeing through it or kind of chaotically tiptoeing through it and trying to figure out what role she's going to have here. And she's with Spider-Man for a bit, who's telling her, you know, like, hey, hey, nice job in that battle. <laughs> uh, it's it's, you know, and, and her response to the villain is is sometimes just like, stop being a bully, you know, <laughs> saying, that, <laughs> saying that to Modoc, you know, like <laughs> talking him uh, off the ledge. yeah. This is Kelly Thompson, a fantastic issue. I would say if you're getting one, I think you'll get more out of this one than you will Miles Morales. Okay. Just just knowing what you read. And and I guess just in general for for our listeners out there, I thought this was an uh, amazing kind of first foot forward for binary. And again, there's a lot of setup here, you know, 38 chapters into a, a giant story, but they do try to set it up as a point where you can, you can jump on and be taken for a fun ride here.
1: Interesting. Uh, one point or one one book that I read that I think is going to be a nice little, it's probably only going to be about a five-parter, knowing most things that come out of AWA Upshot. But a new series came out called New Think 1.0, which the premise behind this one, getting away from superheroes for a second, because I do do that from time to time, um, is the fact that screens, spelled S-K-R-E-E-N-S, have invaded the earth and are slowly but surely taking over. And yes, a screen is exactly what you think it is, a TV, a monitor, anything that's a screen that people stare at for ends. And its they're an alien species that has subtly invaded the earth and are taking over. And I think this could be a fun take on people's obsession with technology.
0: Huh. What was the full
1: title of it? New Think, and then it's just issue 1.0, issue 2.0 comes out next month, I would assume.
0: Wow. Something that I hope isn't finite, that's not limited, is Little Monsters.
1: The one book I haven't read this week.
0: Oh, Phil. The ending of this, the last page in particular. And what's going on up to that point? You know, these kids are just starting to learn their role in the the world. You know, we could spoil it at this point. It's about vampires, right? These kids are are little vampires. What? Ages five to eight, nine, something like if that. If not 10, 11, yeah, yeah. So they're 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 just kind of finding their footing in the world as as individuals and human beings. But now they're recently turned, and and what does that mean? And you see that through this entire issue, and then there's a huge record scratch moment right at the end, <laughs> where everything gets flipped upside down. It's fantastic. I'm worried because you know Lemire, he's usually in for five, six issues, and then it's on to the next thing. Maybe this will be more like Sweet Tooth where he sticks around for 12 to 13. Or maybe it'll be ongoing if maybe this is his, you know, finally uh, an ongoing book here that uh, he can kind of settle into. And Because I think it's, it's huge. I think this could be turned into a TV show. I think this could be an amazing uh, multimedia property, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. I do think it's
1: only slated for five issues. Sorry to disappoint. That sucks. Doesn't mean it can't get picked up and turned into a second version or anything like that. But I think the initial <laughs> go is five issues.
0: Ah, That's a bummer. That's a yeah. huge bummer. Sorry, anything man. else? Uh, tickle your fancy.
1: Um, I loved both Ghost Rider and Carnage, but I've, I've raved about those in the past. I really like the darkness of Carnage, which is typically not Marvel style. Ghost Rider is the same way, too, with strong elements of the supernatural, which if you listen to the show, you know I'm a big fan of anything that incorporates those.
0: So is the thing on the back of his head getting bigger?
1: I think it's becoming evolving. Yeah. I think it's evolving or becoming maybe we'll call it sentient. Yeah. Because Cause it seems to be communicating with him more and more as this is going on.
0: And yeah, I was, I was, it's so gross. And it, it seemed like it was getting bigger, this, this issue. And, and I, it reminded me immediately of spawn. Remember he had that <laughs> nine, 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 nine meter. Yeah. Whenever he'd use his, his green goo or his green magic. Yeah. Yeah it would go, it would tick down. And you were like, Whoa, where's this going to go? What could be the next thing that happens here? If it hits zero, what what does that mean? How you did know, that I ever play out. out? I think it, he got sent to hell. It's like, he had to go and yeah. Recharge his battery or whatever. His green juice. Like green lantern? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah. He had to go down to, to meet his boss, Malboja. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but Probably not because I get everything wrong. Kind of reminded me of if, if they slowly just kind of keep peeling back the onion of what is this thing on his head. Well, I think
1: it's the scar from his accident, isn't it?
0: Yeah, but it's, I mean, well, and now it's become it a is, thing. Well, It's a mouth,
1: right? <laughs> it's there's the a weird country. obsession with mouths in places that mouths aren't supposed to be right now between nightmare country and uh ghost. It's, right. It's
0: disgusting. Yeah. And I think there's like a new character, maybe his side, his Robin, maybe is going to be born from his head. I don't know. It's <laughs> What's be going on awesome. there? God, I hope that happens. It's disturbing. Anything else?
1: Uh, off the top of my head, no. There was, of course, nice house on a lake, which is only one issue from the end, and we're getting more and more information out of that, and more and for more and more backstory, which is finally going to play out and pay off. Hopefully, the final, the finish is worth it. Knowing our friend James the Fourth, it will. Um, outside of that, I don't really think I had much else that knocked my socks off this week. Yeah, Except there's for the fact that I read a bunch of wind, which we've also talked about oh, I'm through the first five. And it's absolutely adorable. And everybody should be reading this book or should have read that book and should read what's coming up next.
0: Go and get those trades or even back issues aren't that expensive. You no, know, I issue tracked one might cost for, you.
1: I, Issue one cost me 15. I don't think I paid yeah. more than 450 for the rest of them.
0: Yeah. And that is coming back in a month or two, I believe. And you know what? What a great compliment, because we have coming up next week, Phil, Scotty Young's adorable little uh, adventure title, Twig.
1: You want the bad news about that one? What's that? It's only five issues. Twig? Yeah.
0: Phil, you're destroying my fun here. Like <laughs> I, <laughs> I look forward to these things, and when I know they're finite, then I, get,
1: I, I lose interest in them. No, you can't lose interest in this one. You won't lose interest in this one, and you know you won't.
0: Well, maybe it's just chapter one, and he'll come back in like two months or something and do, do more. Maybe he's under contract with a bunch of comic companies to do other things, and he's got to clear out that workload, and then
1: he can get to it. Yeah, gave us this nice little universe to bring in a breath of fresh air, and he'll come back to it as soon as he's done writing his other stuff.
0: Well, on that downer, let's get to next week's books. I think I was on Six. six. Three times last you, week.
1: You only bought six books last week, but somehow you <laughs> managed to read 18.
0: Here we go. You ready? Yep. Batman 124. Of course. Getting it. Thor 26. Of course. Getting it. Amazing Spider-Man number three. Sure, why not? Getting it. Dark Knights of Steel number seven. Yep. Nope. Venom number eight. Yes.
1: Yeah. Even though it's not as fun as it used to be, but I'll still grab it. I know.
0: It. Yeah, without Donnie, it's not the same thing. I'm um, that might be my machete comic right now. I'm really? really close to losing venom. Like it's just not doing it for me. Mm, I can understand that. Yeah, this might be my last one. Let's see. Uh Dark Crisis number one, of course. Yep. Spawned 330. There he is. What's your meter at? Spawn? <laughs> Flashpoint beyond number two. Yes. Oh I yeah. I don't understand why this is running concurrently with Dark Crisis. It feels like They're the same thing. But anyway, Star Wars, number 24. Yep. Yep. I'm at seven. Batman Killing Time, number four. Yep. I did pick up those first three, so I will get this one. And I did enjoy them, Phil. They're very good. They're not bad. That help
1: was a bad character, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah,
0: he's cool. Uh, Marauders, number
1: three.
0: Legion of X, number two. I didn't like the first one, so no. Here's one that I feel is a gap for me. Oblivion Song. That's Robert Kirkman, the creator of Walking Dead. I read the first issue, thought it was okay, bailed on it, but here it is the new ongoing series. Poison Ivy number one. Oh, hell yes. Yep. Batman Beyond Neo Year number three.
1: Too many yes. words for my taking.
0: <laughs> Ten for me. Twig number two. Yes. yes. Even no, I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm out, Scotty. You are not. I know, I'm getting it. Eleven. DC Pride, 2022, number one. Yes. Yeah. Savage Avengers, number two.
1: Electra's in it. I'm in.
0: Uh,
1: I don't know. But then we can mispronounce Conan slash Conan again next week. Come on. We have to talk right. about it.
0: Uh, that's a maybe for me. I'm at 12. Aquaman Andromeda, number one. Ding, ding, ding. Got to do it. Yeah. I like, you're not getting an Aquaman comic? 13. Uh, Jane Foster and the Mighty Thor, number one. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. Yes. I'm at 14. Me too. Monkey Prince, number five. That's a really cool cover. It's mimicking the Jaws movie
1: poster. Oh, that's how you sell things to me is by doing things like that. Yeah, it's really cool, dude. Ah, maybe, maybe. Maybe.
0: Mighty Morphin, number 20. Time Before Time, number 13. What were you going to say about Mighty Morphin?
1: I'd buy it if Kelly Jones did the cover.
0: (laughs) There you go, everyone. If you want, Phil to buy a variant (laughs) or a comic. Kelly Jones from Batman fame, who would give characters just 20 packs on their chest.
1: Grossly exaggerated body features, but for some reason, I'm obsessed with his art.
0: (laughs) Uh, Where were we? Oh, Time Before Time, number 13. Star Wars Tales... Santan That's that Wookiee. Krusantan. Yeah. The Wookiee from uh, the Book of Boba Fett.
1: I might check that out.
0: Yeah, me too. 15. Oh, here it is. The Book of the Week. <laughs> Fortnite Cross Marvel Zero War number one. That will give you a skin in the game, we believe, or some kind of item in the game. And you also get a new Marvel story with the Fortnite crew. Jonesy. You got to answer, Phil.
1: I think my headset died.
0: <laughs> That's a yes. Phil's going to be getting it. He's been playing a lot of Fortnite. But he's excited. Why are you telling people this? You lie to them on a <laughs> weekly basis. <laughs> multiversity, Teen Justice number one. What? DC, I don't know. I'm I'm out.
1: Multiversity, like, yeah, University multiversity, of the Multiverse? Yeah,
0: Teen Justice number one. Okay. No. Nubia, Queen of the Amazons, number one. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, this is coming off of that big event, so I'm in. That Texas Blood, number 14. Earth Prime, number five, The Flash. Blade Runner Origins, number 12. Wow, up to 12 now. See that, Scotty Young? Even Blade (laughs) Runner. Even Blade Runner gets up to 12. G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, number 293. Dogs of London number two. I almost bought number one but didn't. It's a cool cover. There's dogs wearing suits. Almost like the dogs playing cards, but uh, kind of a more badass version of it. <laughs> it's
1: about to say I think these dogs are kind of gangsters.
0: <laughs> uh, the Vincible Red Sonia, number nine. Transformers last bot standing number two. Really? I didn't I didn't like the first one, yeah. We live, Age of the Paladonians, number three. Frank Rosetta's Death Dealer, number one. I didn't even know there... Or number two. I didn't know there was a number one. The Rocketeer, The Great Race, number three. Nope, I bailed on that. Astronaut Down, number one. This is from Aftershock. Looks like an interesting sci-fi story. Where Starships Go to Die, another one from Aftershock, another number one. That looks interesting, too. Hmm. Hmm. Boom Studios, Dune, The Waters of Canley, number two. Our friend Carrington picked up the first one and said it was fantastic. Now, Skybound has a new series called After School, number one. It looks pretty good. It's a girl holding a puppy on the cover. (laughs)
1: That's not how you sell me
0: on a comic. (laughs) (laughs) Nick's number seven. I, I might get that after school, actually. Skybound does good stuff. The Lion and the Eagle, number four. There's a lot of books this week. There is getting bored. We apologize. Uh, metal society number two, but you're at the end of this, this podcast. So you might as well stick around.
1: (laughs) We've got really important stuff coming
0: up at the end. Oh, this looks like it could be kind of horror ish. Mm -hmm. The ward number one from dark horse. I like the sounds of that. I'll grab that. Why not? Uh, and then there is some doctor who and star Trek comics. I'm going to try to abbreviate this, get through this a little faster because there's a ton. Rick and Morty, Code 45, number one from Scout Comics.
1: I thought that came out last week because I made a Colt 45 joke.
0: Yeah, weird. It's on here. Doesn't the new
1: issue of Armstrong and whatever that was called come out this week too?
0: Uh, It could be. I'm like endlessly scrolling here. I might have passed it, but there's a ton here, Phil. Wow. Yeah, it's a big week. I'm, you know, this, it's not the biggest week ever, but I'm close to 20 and i have yeah i have some uh some picks there that i'm on the fence with maybe i will just already cut venom wow
1: yeah this is gonna be the best issue ever and i'm gonna tell you all about it (laughs) it's gonna sell out it's gonna be a short printed first issue and it's gonna be going on the secondary market for 25 dollars on thursday and yeah, no, I'll miss it.
0: Yeah. And then I'll mm-hmm. buy it off eBay for like thirty-eight
1: bucks. And then it'll be worth nothing in two weeks when they do the second printing.
0: <laughs> but that's kind of it. Anything else, Phil? Anything you want to add? Or I don't think so. Yeah, Fortnite. That comic's coming out. The new yeah. season just started. You could play with Phil and I. Hit us up on Xbox Live. I'm Reinac. Oh, I'm No, Bull. I'm Reinertron now. I changed my name. I made it a transformer.
1: <laughs> I forgot about that even. Uh, I'm um, bored now, 23.
0: Yeah, but definitely hit us up if you want to play. We're on there uh, frequently. Phil, pretty much every night, playing Fortnite and, uh, and baseball. baseball. That's that's all he plays. It's kind of <laughs> But thanks for listening, everyone, and good luck with your comic hunting if you're going back issue hunting. Uh, let us know what, what you get. We've gotten a bunch of DMs from people that are keeping us up to speed on their big buys and series that they're catching up on and we keep hearing people like, because of this podcast, I'm buying so much more. And we love hearing that because it is just a celebration of a great entertainment medium and some of the best stories out there. All things comics. All right. We'll see you next time, everyone. Bye. Thank you.